If I would have 10 millions of US dollars, would I still live the life I live today? What would I do differently? Aloha, my beautiful Abundance in Action podcast listeners and viewers. My name is Krista Ralaksmi Detten. I am the host, producer, and also editor and manager of this podcast. I do it with love every time. And I welcome you this next episode, which will be an additional episode with our podcast guest, who you already met. And I know that you will enjoy it. As always, we believe here that each one of us, we have a treasure box inside. And once we open it, we can start to live our dreams on our terms. And after you have listened or um, also watched the podcast, please, please so kind and share it on your social media platforms or groups or with your personal connections. You can also leave a like, a comment and also a little review on our iTunes page or on our Facebook page, and you can find it with Abundance in Action podcast um, username. And as always, um, be so kind and also download the episode in our Botbean uh, page, because when you download, the numbers go up and the numbers are an ascent nowadays. So you can help help us to build and grow our beautiful podcast, which has uh, brought lots of inspiration and motivation for many people and will so also in the future. Please enjoy. Lots of aloha. And till the next time, mahalo. So now um, doing such high level investment and um, it's a lot of work. Like I had no idea, like even, you know, getting this kind of project to the point where you basically sign the papers like, okay, now next, let's go to the next phase was like, I think six to seven months. And it's like so many details you have to go through and uh, little hoops and um, yeah, lots of lots of different things. So that can be very like stressful. It can really, you know, um, sometimes even you know challenge you extra with um, other things as well as, for example, your health. So how is it you take care of you as a high achiever? What are those like maybe the most elemental things you take care of? And what have you done recently to take better care of your health? Yeah, well, um, as we, I mentioned a few minutes ago that I'm no spring chicken anymore, and and that's true, but I also, um, I want to be as healthy as I can be. And I have been challenged with some health issues. So I need to be, I need to be conscious of it. And I think that's kind of the first thing is being conscious of your health, whether you have challenges or you're getting, you're just, you know, every day we get a little bit older or you're one of, you know, maintenance, or you want to just take care of yourself. Um, Those, those are all very important reasons because we want, we don't, we don't want to live to an older age and have complications and difficulties and everything else. You know, when I went sailing and, you know, many years ago, the name of the boat was Ahi Kali, which is Hawaiian for why wait. It's because we, I didn't want to get to the point where uh, if I wanted to walk up Machu Picchu, uh, I was too old where I couldn't do it or didn't have the health to do it. And it, I still haven't done it yet and I will do it. So I need to make sure that I'm capable of doing it. So focusing on health is very important. And the things that I've been doing lately, you know, 
my beautiful wife, uh, who is a certified health and nutrition coach, uh, teaching wild fit. I was in that program and, um, uh, learned how to be more conscious, uh, with the seasonal eating. I'm not going to go in depth with it, but the, the outcome from that was I, I dropped some weight and I've kept that weight off. Uh, I have altered the way I do some things and I follow part of that program. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not faithful to it 100%, but because of my consciousness and because of the things that I've learned, um, that has helped me in, in just maintaining where I'm at. I do have a little bit more room, but I've also have some other things that, you know, just can't be dealt with in diet and nutrition, even though there's a lot of people believe that diet and nutrition can uh, fix a lot of things. But for whatever my challenges have taken taken root a little bit deeper, they've been around for a long time, and I've go, I've gone to a holistic naturopath doctor and done some things there. Uh, currently uh, going through acupuncture and traditional you know traditional Chinese medicine with uh, Chinese herbs, um, and again still maintaining the the proper diet and and things. So it's kind of a, a well-rounded picture that I'm doing to support myself best that I can, because not only do I want to be able to serve, you know, the people that I'm serving, but my beautiful bride is 10 years younger than me. And I don't want her pushing me around in a wheelchair in 10 years from now. I, I want her still, I walk fast to the point where she has to try to either keep up or I slow down a little bit. And I don't want that to change 10 years from now. So um, it, it's very, very important to me. And it's something that uh, I will be very, very conscious of. And uh, you have also additionally regular chiropractic visits. Mm -hmm. And we also caught um, what you call the table. Um, mm -hmm. Inversion uh, table. Inversion yep. table, which yep. is also really cool. Even for me, like when I sit nowadays with all these Zoom calls and clients and group calls, so many hours just like in between go there and stretch myself out and so on. And one of the things you are really good at, which I'm still learning, is you go to bed every day, certain time. Uh, before that, you have your playtime with Missy. Now yeah. it's a new thing. And then lights are out like latest 10 p.m. And then um, you are up early and that early morning time is your time. You do some, some stuff also, little meditation and different things to get you going. And then you have your um, morning ritual, other stuff, and then you mm -hmm. start to work and then your head is very clear. So your most like active time is like those early hours um, till you go to your meetings. Yeah. Yeah. And you learn, you know, you learn how, like it's, like I said, I have some, I've, I've had some health challenges. So I know later in the day, I'm less productive than I am earlier in the day. So I make sure that the heavy lift stuff all gets done in the morning when I'm freshest and, and uh, my mind is clearest and everything else. And if it, if I've got other things that I can do later in the day that don't take as much, you know, physical or mental power, though, you know, I just schedule accordingly. So I have adapted and changed my morning routine, my day routine, and my evening routine to adjust um, to the needs of my body for my health and still be productive and everything else. So, you know, right now you're more productive in the evening time uh, when it comes to work related. In the morning time, you know, I, I my hat's off to you because your dedication to your self care in the morning time is phenomenal. I mean, 
um, the things that you do to take care of yourself. And you do that in the morning time. So you're taking care of yourself in the morning. I'm working in the morning and then you work in the evening. I take care of myself more in the evening time with the relaxation, uh, going to bed early, playing with the cat and, and, um, you know, things of that nature. So you kind of have to adjust to what your personality is, but there's still boundaries that you need to stay in. And I still need to work with you on your bedtime because, um, you know, because you still get up early, even if you stay up late. So, you know, it's important that you get a full night's sleep as well. So I'm, I'm your, I am your accountability partner when it comes to proper bedtime. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. So now with all of this going on, um, we are also actually celebrating five years anniversary this year. And we have known each other actually now over seven years. So um, what do you say? Like, how is it for you, our relationship? Um, Are you happy in it? How things are going? Are you growing? Is there anything else you would like to say and also some people who are listening right now, they're like, oh, my God, they're like so different. Like one goes to bed early, another one like late, like how they like dusk and dawn, like how how are they even functioning together? So uh, can you comment that? And then also uh, the five year anniversary. How How is that? Yeah, well, my love for you grows deeper and deeper every day, even though you would think it's you can't grow deeper in love. But, you know, I just find that uh, I love you more and more every day. And I'm so grateful to have you by my side in this journey we call life and be able to do the things that we do both individually and together. And I, you know, as far as the, um, you know, the the five years is time and it is phenomenal. Um, but I don't think of it that way because, you know, I, I I look at, you know, a life partner and, and a life partner is more than just somebody you live with and you live life with. I mean, it's, you you kind of erase the number of years and it's life and it's life that I wish to experience with you between now and the end of life. Um, which is why I take care of myself because, um, I've got a couple of years on you and I want to make sure we're kind of closer instead of further away in that gap. But, uh, so the five years, um, I don't, I don't look at the five years. I look at the love and the things that you and I have accomplished in five years. Cause sometimes we get so bogged down with the things that we're doing. We forget to reflect on all the wonderful things that you and I've had the opportunity to do. We're very, very blessed in the ability to travel. I did a little snapshot of May uh, from 2016 to this year and, you know, Mexico, Hawaii, California, uh, Southeast Texas and in between uh, Estonia and Florida. And, you know, we, we're very blessed that we're able to do that stuff. And so we work hard. We, we play, we play hard, not as hard as I want to play, which is why we work hard right now. And that is important as well, because you and I are both, um, you know, I, I say heart centered people, but you and I, truly give from the heart and um, um, we give so much that it, it actually almost fills our own cup and to see how you do it and how it affects you and it affects the people that you, you serve. Um, I know that fills your cup. It does wonders for all the people's lives that you've touched. It fills my cup seeing you full. Um, but it's also important that I do all the little things to make sure, 
you know, our relationship, you know, whether it's date nights or, you know, massages or walks, uh, we, we take often, we do walks, not as often as we used to when we were in California on the beach, uh, because we had to adapt. Um, but we're building this life together and we're, we're on the same journey and we have the same, you know, goals and that, even though they might be a little bit different, but you know, where we want to live close to the ocean, you know, the types that, you know, the home that we want to have. So even if we're different, we're still so much alike that, um, you know, we're, we're best friends. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I also think, um, What's really special about you and me is that, you know, despite also that, you know, we are also from different countries, you know, we have these core values, which are very similar. We have the core worldview, which is very similar. And that makes this like co-creation so easy. So you, you're just there for each other. You're very considerate. You're supporting. Um, you're also watching out about the other. Like, you know, when you see that the other person is really like, pushing it like too much or like, yeah, maybe you need a rest, like, you know, take it easy, you know, that's like, you know, two high achievers together. That's like fireworks every day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> In a way. Yep. So, and now also some people who know our story a little bit may ask like, okay, so guys, how is this going um, in connection to your five pages contract? Like, um, are you still checking on it? Like, is everything like intact with that? Like, is that like a crucial part? Uh, is that the reason why this is like kind of keeping itself together? What would you say to them? Well, I think we're probably due for a check-in on the contract because, um, you know, we're, we're, we actually are supposed to check it and um, go through it and adjust it as needed, uh, which is built into that contract. But the cool thing is when you and I first met and we decided to build the foundation for us with this contract, we decided before that even could happen, we had to build our own individual foundations and be strong because when you and I met, we were both we had our own challenges. And even though we were there to support each other, we were also uh, smart enough to acknowledge the fact that um, if we jumped into something too quick, too soon for the, the we platform uh, without dealing with the things that we needed to take care of individually, we probably wouldn't be here today. Um, so we took care of ourselves, which was important in building that foundation and that contract to take care of ourselves as a, as a unit together. And we know subconsciously, even without looking at that piece of paper, the things that we need to do to make it successful. And that's through communication and, uh, you know, openness and, and all the things that, you know, we put down on paper. So it wasn't just the thought that we can share one day and forget about the next. If we ever have a question, we can pull that piece of paper out and do it. But I think by building the foundation the way we did, it's it's actually needed less now, but we have also had to adjust it a little bit. So, and, and that's good. There's nothing wrong with that because life is not on the same railroad track from beginning to end. Um, you know, it, it's going to take detours and, and curves and there's going to be challenges. I mean, nobody foresaw COVID coming and yet it did. And what, what did we do? Yes, we got cooped up in a house, but we created a program that, that was able to help others that had more challenges than we did. 
Um, and we were able to do that and provide that to those, those folks to help them through those challenges because we had, we had built our own support that allowed us to be in a good position during that, that difficult time. And we then could provide support to other people as well. So, um, you know, adapting and adjusting is part of life, uh, tacking, you know, you might want to get to a certain destination, but if, if it's, if it's hard and difficult, the wind on your nose and that, uh, and you tack and, and, um, you kind of enjoy the journey, um, and then you tack back again, you'll make your destination. And if you're off a little bit, you might actually find another destination that you were supposed to go to in the first place. So, um, don't get, don't get so caught up in, you know, where you think you need to be, um, enjoy the journey, enjoy the ride and, um, you know, adjust and adapt as we, as we go through. And, and I think you and I have built that foundation that allows us to do it effortlessly. Uh, we, we do have our challenge just like anybody else, but we do it effortlessly because we set that good foundation. Yeah. And you said it also so beautifully is basically um, you have to learn to flow um, and that adjustment is like when that adjustment kind of comes into the moment, like, okay, um, there is a need for an adjustment, then you just like handle it and you do it. So, and that flow makes your life so much easier. There will be less resistance, you know, you will be more, you know, things and possibilities coming to you instead of you chasing them. And there will be less effort as well. Yeah. And, and when I say, you know, like that resistance or wind on, on your, the nose of your bow and, and become things have become difficult or more challenging. I'm not saying quit. What I'm saying is you don't have to sit there and take the beating. What you can do is you can figure out a way to attack and get around it. Just like, you know, if a wall is developed in front of you, you know, you start to look for a door, you look for a, you know, a way to get around it, uh, up and over it, under it, whatever you need to, instead of running into it over and over and over again. So, you know, it, you still want to get to the other side and, and, and you just need to figure out a different way to do it. So uh, don't, yeah. don't just get there and stop. Don't quit, um, you know, attack or adjust and then find a way to do it and it'll get you where you need to be. Yeah. And I also so like what you said is basically this contract has, it's almost like weaved or became one with us. So we don't even need to uh, go and check on it because it's just like it, it became us. So <laughs> I was thinking, you know, this summer, uh, probably going back to, you know, in Estonia, we had this beautiful interview with Anu and Syria, you know, and just go and give them updates. And then I know Anu will ask about the contract, you know, <laughs> and yeah. then I can say, yeah, we basically became it. So um, it was a necessary tool for us to create that container, get the infrastructure for our relationship in a way uh, in place so that we can build really strong castle on it. And the last years with all the COVID stuff happening, we have actually... Uh, readjusted all of those things um, accordingly so we have both been kind of our nose downs uh, down and also in our caves working with these different projects so that we know that this is building our future and then in the future we can do you know more of those like traveling and more of those like workshops and courses classes masterminds all over the world so 
it's a very conscious decision. We went in with it also last year. We actually, that's where we got to the point like, okay, uh, we put the infinite activation a little bit on the side right now. We're still working with it like through other things, but uh, we just focus right now like, okay, I'm doing this wild thing. I'm doing my new relationship transformation process, elite program. You are helping with all of those as well in the background with the tech stuff and Kajabi and setting all the offers and sales pages and so on, which is amazing. Every person I tell that you are helping me with that, they're like, oh my God, where where can I get the husband like that? Yeah, <laughs> and then on, on the other side, you doing your investor thing. So we are working a little bit more right now on these individual platforms, mm-hmm. but it's still filling into the common platform or the common kind of castle uh, project anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And these, these are, um, these aren't necessarily relationship. I mean, they're part of the relationship, but they're, you know, we worked on the foundation for our relationship. Now we're working on the foundation for our future. Yeah. So um, by doing what we're doing now, because we have a solid relationship, we're building the the foundation for the future so that two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, we can do things differently. And that is part of the overall picture and plan that you and I have actually sat down, discussed and mapped out. And that's what we're doing and why we're doing it. Yeah. So, so amazing. So to wrap things up today, I actually want to do it a little differently, kind of uh, bring a little more of that spiritual touch to it as well. So I took a little card for you. So those people who are listening, you have to definitely check out the video version. So I will show the card first, and then I will uh, talk a little bit about it. And then I'll also share what's the message behind. So it says spiritual transmutation. And there is, um, it seems like a woman's eye, um, and the face is like colored with different colors, like blue and violet and pink and a little bit of orange and green and so on. And it's really like like the eye is really like kind of calm, present, and there is like no fear. It's almost like kind of like neutral, calm um, kind of presence and stuff. And the message behind here is I am free to choose ecstasy under all circumstances. So how would you comment that, Michael? Um, you know, that that's going to come with that peace and that calm that you expressed in the eye. Yeah. Because if you have that calm, you have that peace, you have that foundation, you have that comfort, then that other part that you just mentioned comes with ease. Um, if you have chaos and, and all kinds of other things going on around you, it might, it might not come with ease. So um, I think in the description that you had of the, the front part of that card, it, it makes the transition or the action for the back part of the, the, the back part of that card, a reality. Yeah. It's a saying, I say it once more, I am free to choose ecstasy under all circumstances. So Whatever the situation is, it can be the worst situation. It's like you can still see it as ecstasy or bliss, and it's all in our heads. Yeah. And because you've allowed yourself in that calm, you're able to do that no matter what. So uh, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. So this is a message for you. 
And it's a message also for everyone who is happen to listen to it. And connecting to that, I would ask, um, what does ecstasy mean to you? Or uh, when would you say that your life is ecstatic? Yeah, ecstasy, ecstasy or ecstatic. It's, um, you know, euphoria or, um, you know, uh, great feeling, um, uh, you know, th things that are of greatness, excitement, joy, um, you know, all that. All that happiness is the the form of ecstasy, and um, uh, that that's a basically a goal I shoot for is to make sure that uh, I have all that happiness and joy and that, and you help fulfill part of that. Um, you know the things that you and I do together, and the things that I do for myself, and the things that I'm able to do for others. Even it, it fill part of that cup and container and. Um, that allows me to feel that ecstasy or that that uh, that joy, that comfort. Yeah. So many people maybe take ecstasies like connected to you know some drugs or maybe like you know sexual ecstasy. Um, it doesn't need to be that. I mean, it mm -hmm. may, um, but there are so many other ways to feel ecstatic other than you know uh, drugs. <laughs> well, and funny enough, the, the drug ecstasy actually gives you that, that feeling that I kind of described that mm -hmm. overwhelming joy and love. And I mean, so it's, it's designed to give you that artificially. Whereas if you, you know, if you try to live your life, uh, consciously and be good and try to, reduce the amount of chaos and have that calm and comfort in your life and allow that, that flow and everything that the card says, then it becomes more natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. So to finish it up, I have my magic bag here where I have those magical questions and I asked the spirit to pull out the question, which is especially for you, Michael, but okay. also for everyone else. And then I ask it first and then, Usually when, when we pull these out, it's like just, you know, to stay in that question, which, which you also, you know, you can after this podcast is done. But also, I would actually like you to, like, answer it as well if, if you feel comfortable. It's like, I call this question a jackpot of all the questions. And I think the original set, I have, like, uh, 100 of those questions. And we also have every question has a number, which is connected to the new time numerology, which I will also um, in the coming years develop more and, and kind of get more in different packages, maybe even a book and like app or whatever, you know. Um, and the number is 45. So four in the new time numerology means like creation and business. And that's basically like um, everything to do with like creating something, bringing something into this world and five is a transformation number this is also where all of your like um, inner uh, gifts and talents come to the surface and start to activate your individual life uh, force and life uh, mission on like kind of like the first level and then we put them together four plus five is nine which is usually a second layer of activation of the life mission, which is already that you already have a pretty uh, good like overview, 
and the idea how to make things really um, basically serve you and work for you instead of you working or serving for it. And then nine is also the number where there are there is like one circle which is like finishing up and there is a new chapter about to start. So which is so true, like, you know, once we move from here to Florida will be a completely different chapter. So and um, now the question, are you ready for the question? Far away. <laughs> if I would have 10 millions of US dollars, would I still live the life I live today? What would I do differently? Um, yes, I would. Um, you know, I, I love doing what I'm doing. Um, I certainly would be able to do it without any, you know, worry of finances. But with that also comes a huge responsibility. And what I would do is I would make sure that I was able to um, take that and continue to have it grow and, and earn for us so that we could continue to do what we do now, but without any type of, um, you know, restrictions or, or, you know, anything holding us back and allow us to do it, you know, at a greater scale to, to, you know, be there for more people and, you know, provide more programs, uh, do more, you know, uh, workshops and retreats and, and things of that nature. We certainly, you know, it would be a, on a whole different level, whole different scale, but I would still, I would still do real estate. I would still try to help others in real estate. I know you and I would continue to serve others with, you know, uh, coaching and personal growth and things of that nature. Um, but uh, we would just do it um, at, a, at a much different level. Mm -hmm. So I've been uh, also diving a little deeper into the real estate world and like, you know, listening some other uh, people who have built empires. And one of them I've also shared with you, I know, He's not the most popular guy for many people is Grant Cardone. And Grant Cardone actually mentioned that um, if anyone would like to really, you know, live a life without like worrying and so on, 10, $10 million should be like uh, something to shoot for. So I don't know. Do, do you have any comment on that? Um, for, you know, a lot of money isn't for everybody. So. Um, I don't know that I would fully agree with that statement because some people don't know how to, wouldn't know how to live. You know, they, they say the majority of people that win the lottery um, are broke shortly thereafter. And not only broke, but they've had a lot of misery come into their life because of the things that come with it. Um, so I think if people were conscious about what it could do positively and what it could also do negatively, and they were conscious about that, then, then that might be a true statement. But to, that's why I said with that comes a huge responsibility. So that person or those people would need to be um, knowledgeable of that and be prepared to be responsible because th their life will change and it could change for the better, but it could certainly change for the worse as well. So uh, 10 million would certainly do it if that person was conscious and, um, you know, took the right steps. But if you were frivolous and, and uh, didn't have boundaries and everything else where people could come in and take advantage of you or um, you did things that you wouldn't normally do. Um, you know, they always say that 
people become an extension of who they really are when they have, you know, money like that. So if they're, if they're good hearted people and, and serve and are going to be more humble and probably uh, it would probably be better if somebody, you know, you know, some people could just go out and not care and party and, and uh, go crazy. And uh, not that there's anything wrong with having some festivities and things of that nature, but you understand what I'm saying. So Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there'd be a little caveat with that comment that was made. Yeah. And I also think um, if people uh, are in a position when they get like extra influx of money, don't know what to do with it. A very smart thing to do is to find people who can help you to manage it. So um, even, you know, I would, I would do that regardless. And and I consider myself somewhat, uh, you know, savvy in that, but that comes with having proper teams and you have to be careful because some people would try to take advantage of you there as well. But part of my team would be financial advisor. Part of my team would be CPA. Part of my team would be legal. Um, the, the, the people that would, I would need to have involved to protect myself, protect you, protect our assets um, and do the things that we need to, to continue to, to make it grow and work for us instead of become a burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so agree. So now beautiful summaries ahead of us, um, most part of the world. So what would you suggest people like if they are looking for love or relationships or, you know, also creating more money? Do you have a couple of tips for them? Love, relationships and money, huh? Um, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a sounds like a pretty good combination. Yeah. Um, so love and relationships in, in the it could be the same thing or differently because relationships are with everybody relationship with yourself, relationship with family and friends, relationship with a potential partner or partner. So um, love, if you have it, um, cherish it, uh, make sure that you also um, reciprocate, um, show it, share it. Uh, don't just receive it. Um, if you don't have it yet, um, be patient. It's there. I think, um, you know, the better you are at having a good relationship with yourself, the better prepared you will be to find that, uh, that love that you're looking for. Um, and then, um, you know, don't, and I think, you know, this pretty well, don't chase it, um, allow it to, to flow or come naturally or be part of the process without, you know, sometimes chasing it to become, it, it creates like this reverse magnetic resistance and, and kind of push things away. So um, if you got it, cherish it. If you don't have it, uh, make sure you, you have a good relationship with yourself and everything's working on your level, build your own individual platform. And typically if you set your own boundaries and, and you treat yourself royally uh, as a king or queen should, um, and I mean that in a good way, not like a uh, um, high and mighty uptight, but, um, you know, make sure that you're well taken care of health, you know, finances, uh, spiritual, whatever, whatever is part of your life. Uh, I think the, the love will come naturally in relationships, just build solid relationships with yourself and, you know, keep, keep your, um, your sphere, uh, the people closest to you, uh, keep, you know, keep in touch, keep communicating uh, build new relationships, um, ones that are beneficial to you, the ones that aren't beneficial to you. Sometimes they're hard to, but you need to cut them um, because, you know, if somebody is having a hard time and you help them, that's one thing. But if somebody 
um, is instinctively negative and will always be that way. And, and quite frankly, you have to work hard to over and over and over to help them. You'll find that it's just going it, to, it'll tear you down over a period of time. So you kind of have to know, you know, it sounds cruel, but you kind of have to know when to cut your losses. Um, uh, I think you and I have both been in a position where we tried to help people for a longer period of time than we should have realizing that, you know, they don't want help. And if they don't want help, uh, if they're, they're, if they're truly complacent where they're at, and they, even though they might complain, um, they just need to, they, they need to go about life and figure it out for themselves. So build good relationships, shed the ones that aren't beneficial to you. Um, and, um, and then money wise, um, you know, do what you love. Right? And I'm not saying quit your job, but, uh, find something that you're truly passionate about, um, and if if it has the opportunity to grow into you know um, an income that you can do and replace uh, an income doing something that you don't enjoy doing, um, it typically will um, it typically will present itself. And um, you know just um, be conscious, but don't you know don't make it don't make the money the the reason. Um, you know, make the reason why you get the money and then what you can do with it. So, you know, so many people chase the almighty dollar because they think they have to chase the dollar when they, when, you know, if you have a good why on um, what you're doing, what your, what your purpose in life is, um, how you can benefit and serve others, the money will normally come and, and it's okay to receive that money and it's okay to expand and grow that money because, if you're thinking about how you can serve others and how you can, you know, if it benefits you, how you can work and benefit others by it, it'll typically continue to grow that way. And again, if you're that type of person, then that just enables you to help more people. Yeah, I so agree that once you focus on service instead of, um, you know, chasing or just money, and also you add that element of doing what you love, um, all of this almost becomes effortless because um, you're doing it the right way in a way. Yeah, and yeah. you become the magnet of magnet of opportunities, magnet of people. Everything starts to flow with ease also. Yeah. And another thing, if they need, you know, to work a little bit more with themselves, you know, I just uh, repackage my relationship transformation mm -hmm. program where we work with um, the inner family archetypes and we may do another episode about that later on um, because we have had some really interesting experiences also as a couple and also individually with that. So um, yeah. what that does is basically that all of these like conflicts people have with themselves or, you know, moving forward are connected so many times to their, you know, uh, those archetypes. And once you start to heal them and reset them, everything else also starts to work out. And that was my story, how I basically changed myself so that I moved out of from that, you know, chasing energy, also chasing for my Mr. Right, you know, um, into the energy of like, okay, I don't care if I don't even find him, I will be happy with myself. And then two months later, you sailed into that Mexican uh, village, right? Yeah, yeah. And and when you and I say ease and flow, I, I want to make sure people don't misunderstand that there's still going to be challenges. Um, and it's not going to happen overnight. But the, the ease and flow that comes is you'll feel differently when you're pursuing it, when you allow yourself to go down this path versus 
chasing it and, and um, you know, the resistance and everything else, there's the, that ease and flow means, you know, you won't struggle. You'll, it's not that there won't be challenges, but you'll be, you'll be able to deal with those challenges differently because things will flow. Crystal and I, even though we, you know, we love what we do and we're good at it. We still seek outside coaching, even though we're both coaches, because we want to not only continue to make ourselves better so we can help more people, but these people help us be better because they can see and teach us things that we might not be able to see and teach ourselves. Um, You know, some of the greatest athletes in the world, you know, they say if they didn't have the, the coach that they had, they wouldn't have been as good as they are because that coach saw things and told them things that they couldn't see themselves. So it's not that you, you know, that ease and flow is with less, less resistance, um, with greater ease. Um, but it will also take you down paths that are going to be, you know, surrounded by supporting people that can, that can help you, whether they're uh, coaches or groups or whatever that might be. And, you'll just see that that ease and flow I'm talking about is a less bumpy road. And that is much more plausible than, you know, you know, hitting potholes and speed bumps and bumping all the way up and over it. So that's kind of more what we're talking about. It, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Crystal and I've been doing this for a long time and, and uh, we still have a long ways to go to get where we want to be. Yeah. I thank you so much for taking this time being always so available and always so supportive, whether it's cats or humans or investors. It's uh, such a delight um, to be on this journey in this life together with you and expand our lives and also help and liberate others as we go. Yeah, well, the feeling is mutual and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So thank you so much. And um, I wish you and all the projects uh, the best of luck. And may there be uh, lots of healthy, abundant, um, every possible way, days and nights and weeks and you know years to come for you to blossom and share your gifts and talents with the world. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully uh, everybody that listens and views this will be able to get something, at least one nugget out of it so they can do the same. Yeah. So now recently you have also created um, your own podcast and also other businesses and stuff. So if people are interested to get in personal connection and contact with you or ask about, you know, um, where to move forward with their investing projects and stuff, where can they reach you and where can they find you? Um, Best and easiest would be, you know, just email michaeldittin at yahoo.com. But you can look at me. Facebook is my most popular uh, spot and I am Michael Ditton on Facebook or um, my company, Helios uh, Capital Investments. Uh, the podcast is, um, it's a little lengthy, but it's, um, it, um, if you find me, you'll find the podcast because it really has to do with multifamily, uh, my real estate part of it. But make sure that even if you're not interested in real estate, you'll look it up because we have great people on there that aren't always real estate related, but they're doing what they love. And this is part of what we share as well. So um, uh, deal or no deal, multifamily real estate investing, 
um, but it's not just real estate. Yeah, deal or no deal. And then deal or no deal, deal multifamily yeah. real estate investing. Yeah, yeah. yeah very cool. And um, yeah, the same with our abundance in action, always more inspiration, always more tips and tools, how to activate your abundance and bring it into action. And for all of our listeners and viewers, as always, please like, share and comment. And when you're listening to our podcast on Botpin, also click that download button because that will increase the numbers. And our Abundance in Action podcast is about to get to 1000 downloads, which like doing it organically, how we have done for the two um, past years has been really amazing. And we are very grateful for every, each one of you listening and enriching your life with all of these beautiful guests and uh, tips and tools we share here. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you and all the best. And till the next time, aloha. Aloha.